Hi, this is Julie. You know, the barn here at Dream Farm could have just been a place for storing up unrequited longing and pain. Because at one time, I was dominated by paralyzing performance anxiety that kept me running away from the stage. Then I learned to overcome and share my music and gifts freely. Now everything here is designed to touch the dreams of our listeners and inspire you. So why not go to dreamfarmradio.org and sign up for our free weekly episodes and inspiration. We've got something special from the farm for you and your kids. I've released a breakthrough adventure book for kids 10 to 14 and adults. Mrs. Amazing in the Seed is all about a wacky family that refuses to be stifled. In a world of threatening conformity, they dare to think differently and risk everything to explore the mystical realm of wonder. This book will entertain and encourage you. Visit dreamformradio.org to watch the video and learn more. Please hang a moon up and tune up the cellos for here come the dreamers. Tell all the fellows to varnish their trumpets, butter the crumpets and garnish the cellos. Let us get to it and do it upright. Welcome the dreamers with all. Welcome to Dream Farm Radio. My name is Julie Lavender, and I'm sitting in my family's lovely historic home overlooking the rolling New Hampshire fields of Dream Farm. I'm inviting you to drive down the country road of your imagination and join us right here in our barn with its soaring posts and beams and its panoramic view of the countryside. Today we'll welcome fantastic, independent, eclectic jazz musicians to play live music for us, share their recordings, and talk about what inspires them. We'll touch their dreams as we open our ears and our hearts, listening intently to the fresh jazz expressions they unleash. And you never know, Dream Farm Radio just might inspire you to fulfill a creative passion or two of your very own. Well, everyone, here at the farm today, I have a very, very special guest, cellist Eugene Friesen, and I'm absolutely thrilled. I have wonderful players coming in and out of the barn, and I'm always really happy with who comes. And this is kind of a bump up to that happiness place. <laughs> Eugene is somebody that I deeply admire, who's a nationally recognized and lauded cellist and has played all, I think, internationally as well. And um, also he uh, is a four-time Grammy Award winner. So it's really, really an honor to have him at the farm, and I want to say thank you, Eugene, for coming. My pleasure. Good to be here. And he's just a really nice guy, too. We were talking about, you know, cello and Brazilian music and guitar music and some pizzicato and all kinds of things that, you know, we kind of fretboard people know about. It's nice when you can have a conversation that includes the word pizzicato. <laughs> it does, really. <laughs> It is. Well, Eugene is a graduate of Yale School of Music, but again, he's uh, won four Grammy Awards for his work with uh, composer Paul Winter and the Paul Winter Consort, right? there. Yeah, I started playing with Paul right when I got out of music school, actually, a long mm -hmm. time ago. And he's kind of a groundbreaking guy way back in the 60s doing new agey, um, uh, atmospheric uh, music when nobody was doing it, right? He started using, mm -hmm. uh, you know, back in the 60s, the... What was really in vogue was kind of the resurgence of folk music, mm -hmm. you know, and, and as a pop thing in America. And uh, and he started using symphonic instruments to create instrumental versions of those of those things. So 
he started uh, kind of popularizing the use of symphonic instruments in a new context. For example, tell us about your trip uh, down the river raft. Oh, the, the river Colorado into River, the, yes, yeah, 1983. Yeah, yeah, we uh, we recorded a, an album in the Colorado, uh, in the Grand Canyon, not just off the Colorado River, which meant going out on the river and tying our instruments to the you know the canoes and or the rafts, and uh, we rafted about 300 miles of the Colorado mm-hmm. River and camping every night and finding some beautiful resonant side canyons and grottos to record our music in and to improvise in. Every night? Yeah. That must have been incredible. It was absolutely life-altering. <laughs> it was. Wow, and that plus your work with people like uh, Dave Brubeck and William Ackerman and just a, a host of really well-known powerful musicians. I mean. Yeah, I've been, been very, very fortunate. And you know, there's been just a great kind of cello connection in a lot of unusual ways over the course of my life. And I think, you know, some of my um, good luck has just been that um, people love the cello. And uh, in, as I was a teenager and a, and a young musician, uh, people started wanting their wanted to hear cello in their bands, rock bands, jazz, folk. Well, what a range, because you can make it go deep Right, into right. those bass notes, and then you have quite a range up into the sort of lower registers Soprano of the treble, range, you, bet. you know, yeah. clef, and, and the way you sing with it. And we're going to find out, and the audience is going to find out soon, the range that you bring to the um, you know, exploration of cello and its sounds. It's really quite something. And you talked earlier about the power of, of um, making, making the sound really um, sort of flow out or... What 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 were you saying earlier about when you were playing uh, with musicians that knew how to project. projecting your sound? Yeah, yeah, using the using the cello sound to really fill a hall with it. Well, you don't hold anything back. It's really amazing. It's it's uh, it's a deep resonance kind of cry that comes out when you start to play. There's no holds barred, even in your um, the 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 nuances and sort of the the lighter tones. There's no. Um, withholding i don't think mm, thank you well let's hear what uh, what you're doing you brought a wonderful pianist with you today would you introduce him yeah tim ray is one of my very favorite collaborators incredibly versatile musician classically trained but a brilliant jazz player and so this particular piece we'd like to play for you first ride was originally a complete free improv we just sat down and we played without any discussion at all. With, uh, it was originally improvised back in 1986 with a great keyboard player, Paul Halley. Mm-hmm. And uh, fortunately, we had a tape rolling, and we loved the piece so much that I went back and transcribed it. And so what Tim has done is really recreated this uh, very flowing piano part from some sketches of what our original improv was. Well, let's take everyone on the first ride of the show. Yeah, let's go. Okay, here we go.
just heard First Ride with Eugene Friesen on cello and Tim Ray on the piano. I enjoyed that ride. It was so beautiful. Thanks. And it was amazing to see what Tim brought to it. Mm. I'm glad you transcribed that. I'm glad you didn't just let it go off into the woods. Lost forever. I know. Thanks for bringing it back. That was good. And I'm sure you appreciated it. So you're going to want to stay and listen to some more music after these messages. I'm Julie Lavender, and you're listening to Dream Farm Cafe.
Hi, this is Julie. You know, the barn here at Dream Farm could have just been a place for storing up unrequited longing and pain. Because at one time, I was dominated by paralyzing performance anxiety that kept me running away from the stage. Then I learned to overcome and share my music and gifts freely. Now everything here is designed to touch the dreams of our listeners and inspire you. So why not go to dreamfarmradio.org and sign up for our free weekly episodes and inspiration. We've got something special from the farm for you and your kids. I've released a breakthrough adventure book for kids 10 to 14 and adults. Mrs. Amazing in the Seed is all about a wacky family that refuses to be stifled. In a world of threatening conformity, they dare to think differently and risk everything to explore the mystical realm of wonder. This book will entertain and encourage you. Visit dreamfarmradio.org to watch the video and learn more. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Julie Lavender, and you're listening to Dream Farm Cafe, and my special guest is Eugene Friesen, the four-time Grammy award-winning cellist and friend right here in my barn playing amazing music, sort of jazz, classical. I don't know even how to describe it. Do you have a word you use to describe what you play? That's probably the biggest shortcoming of our marketing arm. We can't really (laughs) categorize this. Well, let's not then. Okay. All I can do is tell you that you're going to hear the Eugene treatment on the next song, I think. I mean, <laughs> listen, I have so much of your music to listen to uh, and, and get to know. But the minute I heard this pizzicato thing you do and the driving rhythms and the way that you sort of um, create an entire pattern and a weaving over which the rest of songs, you know, kind of unfold, it just got me right here, mm-hmm. <laughs> Eugene. And it involves the techniques that you've... Um, created and perfected for the cello, right? You want yeah, to tell start- us about that? Sure. It started out um, doing this really simple repetitive uh, plucking part on the cello for one of our Paul Winter Consort songs, uh, which we do in every concert. And sometimes versions of this song go on for 20 minutes. So I've had, you know, years to vary this pattern. <laughs> to vary <laughs> and, it. And so integrate just- <laughs> it. So, I mean, it is such a such a comfortable technique for me at this point using both. But it's a lot of things that you do. It's not just your one little finger going dink, 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 dink. Right. I mean, and like uh, like some of the, the great African instruments I love, the mbira, the kora, these are instruments where the rhythmic drive is really created by using both hands on the instruments. And so I've tried to use my left hand also for pulling off, you know, when you're holding the string down with a finger to kind of pull it so off. So it makes a snapping sound. Right, so it makes it makes it makes two sounds. The sound you're holding down and then there's another sound when you release it with a snap. And then using the open strings on the instrument also um, in between plucked sounds with my right hand. Or banging so, on an open string with your finger to get a percussive sound, right? Called hammering, right? Yeah, that's right. Hammer on, hammer offs. You know, sometimes I think of, uh, you know, the Native Americans, how they used every part of the buffalo. <laughs> you know, they used it for their medicine. They used it for their food. They used it for their shelter, their clothing, you know, everything. I like to think of the cello like that. <laughs> I want to every use conceivable. every part of the cello. Idiomatic use of the cello, right? And all you're doing. And so this is a technique that is used and and tastefully and artfully through a number of your pieces. I love it every time I've heard it. I'm never tired of it, especially since because the the ostinato types of things that you do are not normative in terms of what you might normally hear somebody playing in a repeated pattern. It's very unique. So is that something we might hear in this this piece that we're going to play next? Very much so. And this song is called? 
This is called Shadow Play, and this is a, this features uh, again Tim Ray on piano. And He's here wonder, with us, and also who's this wonderful Greg Hopkins? Player? You'll hear this jazzy muted trumpet sound, and uh, beautiful. So welcome, Greg and Tim, here to support Eugene. Let's hear Shadow Play.
just heard uniquely Eugene Friesen in Shadow Play. I hope you enjoyed that. I love that, Eugene. Thanks. And I was talking earlier about how you really kind of made space for other people to shine and come in and out of that featuring of the ostinato was lovely. Hmm. Lovely. So I can't wait for you to describe this next piece called Sapphire and who's in it and how you wrote it, conceived it, and this really interesting instrumentation. Oh, yeah. Well, this uh, this piece was written... For my wife. My, my wife's nickname is Sapphire because of these amazing blue eyes that nice. she's got. And I actually wrote this on the Trans-Siberian Railway. Yeah, we Just had happened this. to be there? What, <laughs> ran on for milk we, or something? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> took a wrong turn. Yeah, we had this, we had this incredible 72-hour ride on the Trans-Siberian Railway going from way out in Siberia back to some other way out place in the Siberia. And um, and I'd been had some sketches of this I was working on. I was working on a piece for the orchestra that I direct in Boston, the Berkeley World Strings. It's mm. a it's a group of uh, it's a twenty five piece string orchestra uh, at the Berkeley College of Music where I teach. But uh, when we were working on a uh, recording for Trio Globo, a trio that includes Howard Levy on piano and harmonica and Glenn Velas on percussion. Uh, I played some of these sketches for Howard and Glenn, and they thought this could make a good trio piece. And uh, and we worked it over a little bit, and it, it just sounds, I think it sounds great for the trio. Harmonica. Yeah, Howard is one of the world's premier harmonica virtuosos playing the diatonic harmonica. In other words, you know, where you just play like the white notes on the piano mm-hmm. on a specific instrument. But he's, of course, learned how to play all the black notes, too. And he can play in any key By on any harmonica. Notes. Exactly. So do you have to have a different harmonica for different keys? Mm-hmm. Well, for different modes. Sometimes certain pieces are easier with a certain harmonica. There's really no piece in our repertoire that stays in the same key. You know, it shifts keys mm-hmm. and shifts modes constantly. So... His expertise at moving between. So he doesn't have to be grabbing other no, harmonicas. No, no, no. Usually from piece to piece, but not from within a song. So. And much. you didn't write this for harmonica, but he really found it. No, he sees somebody. You really don't want to write anything for him because he'll just turn it to genius. You know, the less he has, the more genius comes. So you through. just give him some space and say, "Here's yeah, an idea. Yeah, run with it. Go, go with it." And, and his name again? Howard Levy. Howard Levy. All right. Well, do you think we're ready to hear Sapphire? Is there anything else you want to say except for your wife's name? Wendy. Wendy and her Sapphire eyes. Can't wait to hear it.
That was wonderful and unique. And again, Trans-Siberian Railway, there you are. And you're thinking about your wife, Wendy. Wow. Did she remember that? Was she there when you were writing it? She wasn't on that trip. No, it probably helped me write it. Wow. Well, Wendy, I hope you enjoyed it because I know we did. That was Sapphire. Again, my guest is Eugene Friesen. And the song again featured you and obviously... Howard Levy on piano and harmonica and Glenn Velez, drummers. Excellent. And what's the recording that's on? It's from a CD called Steering by the Stars. Okay, and that's available on your website, eugenefriesen.com? Amazon, I mean, Amazon and iTunes and eugenefriesenmusic.com. Okay, great. Well, we're going to take a short break and we'll be back soon. I'm Julie Lavender and you're listening to Dream Farm Cafe. just been a place for storing up unrequited longing and pain because at one time I was dominated by paralyzing performance anxiety that kept me running away from the stage. Then I learned to overcome and share my music and gifts freely. Now everything here is designed to touch the dreams of our listeners and inspire you. So why not go to dreamfarmradio.org and sign up for our free weekly episodes and inspiration. We've got something special from the farm for you and your kids. I've released a breakthrough adventure book for kids 10 to 14 and adults. Mrs. Amazing in the Seed is all about a wacky family that refuses to be stifled. 
In a world of threatening conformity, they dare to think differently and risk everything to explore the mystical realm of wonder. This book will entertain and encourage you. Visit dreamfarmradio.org to watch the video and learn more. Welcome back. I'm Julie Lavender, and you're listening to Dream Farm Cafe Radio, and my very, very special guest, Eugene Friesen, is here. He's also brought Tim Ray on the piano, and we had heard from Greg Hopkins on the on the trumpet earlier. But you're going to play a little recording for us now, right, Eugene? Yeah, this one features uh, Mili Bermejo, a wonderful vocalist, and uh, Dan Greenspan on bass, and again, Tim Ray on piano. This is from a CD called Love Songs of the Americas, and I wanted to play this because... Brazil has been a really important influence in my uh, kind of creative Mm -hmm. life. And uh, this is a song that was written by one of my favorite Brazilian composers, Eju Lobo, Mm -hmm. and it's called To Say Goodbye. Great, let's hear it.
come back one more time Even just to say Just to say Goodbye. Well, Eugene, as I said a moment ago, this was a three hanky ballad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where you go from there. I'm all verklempt. Yeah, you, you know, change gears completely. Well, go to the wild man Rasputin. Yeah, I'm yeah, interested in this. That. You have a story to tell, right? Well, this this is kind of one of my signature solo pieces, the dances of Rasputin, and and uh, it's a it's a melody that was fished out of Eastern Europe by the great Bela Bartok. Oh yes, you know, like a lot of human beings, he loved going into nature for all kinds of reasons, and uh, but he always really listened to what he heard, not only the music of nature, but of course the incredible country music of mm-hmm. Hungary where he where he lived. So he heard village people singing and he heard people playing, you know, gypsies playing this incredibly fiery music there. And uh, this is one of the melodies that Bartok brought back from one of his walks. And he made it into a, a pretty beautiful piano piece. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Paul Winter brought this uh, melody to my attention. We use this in the Paul Winter Consort to improvise on, and I just loved it so much. It seemed to really be cathartic for me, brings out all my kind of anger management issues. (laughs) (laughs) You mean you manage them better when you're playing? (laughs) Solely. It's the only place I can manage it when I'm playing. So Rasputin uh, was a crazy um, orthodox... Priest guy yeah, who influenced kind of, the Tsar of right, Russia. Right, exactly. <clears throat> kind of a kind of a, a Russian shaman, shaman, shaman yeah. in a way. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So anyway, I just like to summon up some of this dark <laughs> energy. And so you can push it back down with your anger management. That's right. <laughs> well, let's hear. It. This is solo. Yeah. Okay.
Never sounded so good, I think. <laughs> that was delightful, and I look forward to kind of going back again to hear your music again, because it's going to be on my archive, you see. This mm. whole show, I can hear it over and over and over, you know. So audience, you might want to do that as well, because this is pretty deep and interesting music. And uh, as long as I've got you here, you're sort of a captive audience, I'm thinking, you know, what could we do Oh, together? we have to, you, yeah, I got the perfect thing for you. 
It's another one of these kind of uh, pizzicato-driven pieces that I'd love to try with you. This one is uh, called Church Rhythms. Why? Uh, I just call it that because it has this one diminished chord in there, which evokes this gospel slight sound me- or something. Slight or no? memory of spirituality to me. So, <laughs> <laughs> at least it wasn't a demented. I mean, augmented. Yeah. <laughs> right? It was okay. So we've got uh, Tim Ray here on the piano, and we'll yeah. Let's just run this past you, and you just we'll we'll play through this progression once, and then just why don't you just improvise over it? See okay. what happens. Improvise. Right? Yeah, Maybe. exactly. Improve okay. this. All right, let's do it. That was amazing. You never heard that before, Julie. Mm-mm, mm-mm. How did that feel? Normal for you? Well, in a safe, nurturing environment hmm. where there's mutual respect and where there's something about the music that seems to naturally resonate. So where can we hear more of your music? Because we're going to hear it as we go out, but people are oh. going to want to go to your website. So tell us about that. Uh, easy to remember, celloman.com. Celloman.com. So if you can spell cello, C-E-L-L-O. Oh, great. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Touch a dream. Well, you know you've touched a dreamer when you truly listen to a tender song. 
For photos of the farm, show information, or to learn about becoming a sponsor, visit dreamfarmradio.com, where you can sign up to receive free weekly episodes of our program. Dream Farm Radio is produced by Don Richardson at mlcrecording.com. Thanks for listening. Every dreamer needs someone who'll touch their dreams.